Hello, and welcome to St. Louis City Press, an international friendly. Joining me to talk about Martin Van Buren and the history of U.S. labor disputes is our man in Hanoi, Chris Hoff. Indeed, that is why I'm here. Abby Stiliano. Happy game day. And Nathan Haley. Uh, Dobre utro, Druzia. Is that Dutch? <laughs> uh, it's Russian for our Russian listener. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is that Dutch allowed? Is speaking Russian allowed or having Russian listeners? Yeah, just allowed. you know, there are sanctions in place. I, it feels appropriate. We're going to be we're going to be talking about labor issues. I mean, I think Chris could do it. Do we want to get into Vietnamese Russian current relations? <laughs> I feel like, despite what happened in the sixties and seventies, Vietnam feels more aligned with the U.S. these days. We'll save that for our sister pod, I guess. That gets into uh, international politics. I mean, if we're going to talk about labor. We will get to labor and talk about the referees. I've listened to hundreds of hours probably about the Russian Revolution. Let's first talk about something the fans of this podcast might be more interested. City's 2-1 win in their first CONCACAF Champions Cup game. I want to pause you right there, Phil. We don't know that for a fact because we still have not heard from anyone on why they listen. So it could be that they would actually prefer hearing about labor rights. But please, stlewiscitypress at gmail.com or at stlcitypress on Twitter, formerly known as X. And let I us know why Twitter. why you do listen. Anyway, continue, fine comrade. 2-1, coming out victorious. Um, it was a great game. We were there at the stadium, except for Chris, who is in Hanoi. Yep. It's it was really a lot of fun. Watching parlor, enjoyed every well most of the minutes of it, especially the late v- winner by our super draft draftee Jose Kajima. How'd you guys Sub- feel in that moment? Subbed on when in the eighty something minute? Is that sounds right? Was subbed on for Jackson, right? Yes, to bring structure. Yeah, that that comment didn't make a lot of sense. What did I say? What did I come up with as the nickname? What's Jose's new nickname? Apparently it's not Jose Can You See, which is what it was. No, it's secret, I believe. But why is that? It's a secret. of a former Cardinal baseball player. The secret weapon, yes. Jose Okendo, the secret weapon, Cardinals player. Now Jose Kojima in honoring him is secret. Yes, secret came on in 86 minutes to bring more structure. Carnell really says some words, man. Look, he may have a deeper, sorry, not may, he obviously has a much deeper understanding of the game than any of us. And so, you know, you bring Jose out there, you get that structure, he's connecting the pieces, and then, you know, the ball pops loose and he's just on it in the box. That was good. Good structure. I think Chris has at least an equal understanding of soccer. I think you give me way too much credit. Also, I coached a second grade soccer team, so... Feels like I'm on the path. That's like a UEFA B license waiver right there. What did you think of that goal, Chris? I loved his tenacity. Uh, I thought the finish itself was poise personified in the moment. Uh, The 92nd minute, uh, just sort of slow rolling it in right into the side netting. Brilliant finish. Really happy to see him succeed uh, so quickly in his St. Louis City career. Um, did anyone and think I hope he that gives have, him the confidence. Does anyone to, think to he might have fouled the dude? 
No. 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 The defender? No. I thought I he might have so. stepped on his foot. Maybe no. some Houston fans might say that. But they'd be wrong. I would you know just who like... made that goal, by the way? Me. Because I predicted it in the stadium. <laughs> you did, but it, I was going to say Celio, who <clears throat> really brought some energy down the down that left side and crossed it in. There was some ping-ponging before Secret got it, but, you know, he deserves uh, a little bit of credit. Awesome to have that super sub energy. Not. I guess working backwards <laughs> through the game. Because um, that's how you want to do it. Start at the end. Yeah. Work back. <laughs> we can talk about Houston's goal. Well, I didn't want to – here's my internal thought process. I didn't want to talk about the two city goals and then end talking about the Houston goal. That That's seemed fair. inappropriate. So Houston goal was not great positioning by our defense. Are we talking about the Houston goal that stuck or the Houston goal that did not stick? Well, reverse order. We're talking about the okay. one that um, So we had Totland, who we need to get into. Totland, to me, my man of the match – I think he looked incredible. Yeah, now let's talk about how he was completely out of position and let a goal happen. He was out of position. He overcommitted. Um, I don't know that he was out of position, honestly. like He was playing right back at that time, wasn't he? Yes. (laughs) He was on the left side of the pitch. So he was way out of position, but he was in position to actually make a play on the ball, which is totally unexpected. It is very obviously right. Like very obvious that he was out of position because what happened is that he and the left back both ended up <laughs> over committing. Yeah. Um, also, where were our center backs? Yeah. They were playing up in the hopes that those two were going to get the turnover, I guess, and then it, failed to get back when we did not. And then Blum was left standing in the middle of the box, not doing a lot. I was mad. I saw people on Twitter like blaming yeah. Blom for this. People were really mad at Blom. And it was like, <coughs> that's not his position. He was like, you're lucky there was anyone there. Maybe not so lucky. Well, sure. It didn't matter. Could have been no one there and it would have been the same outcome. And unfortunately now, so they have an away goal and uh, errors and omissions from last pod. Turns out that the away goal are the tiebreaker for this. Yes. Um, so Houston scoring yeah, we couldn't have been more wrong on that. <laughs> just like literally the exact opposite of what we said. So that's a bummer. It means that like if they beat us one nothing, not going to happen. But if they did in the Houston game, they would win the series. Yes. But if they won three to two, we would advance. I think Apparently, it was Tom Timmerman. will put out like a five oh. by five chart. That will show you what the outcomes are for any given score. Up My to guess four, is four. based on analyzing the CONCACAF website, that chart will be completely unreadable. It was actually great. <laughs> it'll, it was just like a, a bingo chart. card. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be a three-dimensional pie chart color-coded only in shades of red and green specifically yes. for me. You know how on, like, on Instagram there's like these terrible like user interfaces going around like where you – like keyboards yeah. that are mazes and whatnot. It's not that bad, but the CONCACAF website <laughs> is, you know, somebody's trolling. That's all I'm saying. If you, if there are a hand, lot of pages. Into that sort of thing, go check it out. CONCACAF.com. I think there's a, like, bad UI subreddit. Similar. Could submit it there. What I want to know Turkey is... Turkey was have... real mad about that goal also. Like, really angry. He should have been. Um, 
it was a defensive breakdown. Luckily, Kojima saved us from having to talk about a, you know, a, a lot the loss of a win that would have been if we hadn't gotten that last goal. On the Concacaf website, there's a shots on woodwork stat, but I don't understand what that means. I'm like sure that means frame. on frame. It hit the Interesting bar. that there. It, hit it says there is zero. It says there is zero of those in the whole game. When I know for a fact Sam hit the post twice. I don't think it means post. I think it just means like shot on goal. So it has to be like well, inside of the frame. You know what this I'm going to say what is. Woodwork means. It says zero. Um, CONCACAF website is not great. New sponsor, whoever is going to replace the CONCACAF website. There <laughs> is a pie chart. Oh the my shots are, are described in pie chart form with color coding that they don't explain anywhere. <laughs> That's the that's the thing is the color co- the unexplained color coding. I got a question though. Top we'll go top three pies. Uh, key lime at number three or number one. I don't know. Banana cream. Nathan is very anti banana. Yeah, I think cherry peach pumpkin. Ooh, wow. Pumpkin does not make the list. Peach. Obviously. I'm peach. I'm, I'm going good peach with. apple key lime. Yeah, oh no, I'm. Not- I'm Dropping peach, I'm sliding in pecan. Uh, yeah, that's what I was. Uh, yeah. I was thinking. I had this like chocolate pecan pie. I don't remember. Please where. send us your thoughts on pies, listeners. Yeah, new sponsor, uh, Tippins Pies. Can you get not a sponsor? Can you get a pie, a slice of pie at City Park? I don't think so. We want to talk about the food. I had Olio, a chicken shawarma wrap. It was really good. It, it was twenty dollars. But yeah, food it, prices prices. are out of control. I tried the olive and oak. Tried the olive and oak cheesesteak fries. They were fine, but yeah, again, like after buying that and a soda for Nathan and a soda for me, it was like forty dollars. It's gotten out of control, man. I had Pie Guy Pizza, which is solid. I mean, it's a good pizza, but also it's not the best. Like pizza isn't a great stadium food. Real greasy, especially if you throw hot honey on it. Tonight, I'm probably going to try the new chopped brisket sandwich from Beast Barbecue. After that, I think I'm going to try and dial back the amount of money I spend. The soda is going up to $10. Like, I, I just will not do that anymore. Somehow that, like, I guess it's like nine forty or something, but it's ridiculous. My boss absolutely refused to believe me yesterday that they don't allow outside water bottles into the stadium. Um, is this the boss who makes you wear pink? Yep. The one and the same. Folks, I hate um, to keep coming back to this, but uh, at the top of the game summary on the CONCACAF website, uh, under the city that the match was played in, it is Mizuiri. They misspelled <laughs> the state name, not listed the city name. That's uh, incredible. That's incredible on two counts. Do we think that that's... Do better. Um, the actual the, the referee's name. Uh, there's no way of knowing. Right. No, you trust none of this no. information now. Anodai Escobedo is the listed name. Is anyone else surprised that we didn't get a sponsor for the the stadium in the off season? That is maybe slightly surprising. Um, they're making up for it by raising ticket prices and raising concession prices. <laughs> Isn't this why we brought in that, that Gigli dude? Oh, Gigliani. Yeah, I think we do we blame him for everything? What about the uh, first city the goal? Pod, Drew <laughs> definitely blames 
Jigliani for most of these financial decisions. Yeah. I think nemesis of the pod is actually the appropriate. Yeah. No, I think it depends on, we've been fairly positive so far. I don't it's think apparently my fault. A nemesis at this point. I don't but know. I am not can... just universally positive, And so he left. People want different things. Are we referring to Drew as the nemesis of the pod or Gigliani? Drew. Drew. I see. If Gigliani is listening, please let Stop us know why. Stop raising Also that. <coughs> or if you DB. are going to raise pliers. Yes, exactly. If you are going to raise prices, please bring in a third D. Please call <laughs> CONCACAF on our behalf. Get their website sorted out as well. There was That's some other weird purview. CONCACAF stuff in the stadium. According to Tom Timmerman, Tim Timmerman, apparently like Berkey wasn't allowed to go on the field an hour before like he usually does and went on 45 minutes. Like CONCACAF officials were keeping the goalie off the field. Um, there was a different timer font. It was like papyrus. It was not a good font. It was a bad font in the stadium. That bizarrely at the end of the half, like would always get set to a hundred minutes more than the actual time. It it didn't keep going. It just added a one in front. Right. Um, We got, we got a lot of ads for strange things. Like I now know about the number one used car dealership or network in Mexico and Latin America. Do you think, there were like viewership wise, I don't think it makes sense. I don't think there was probably a big Mexican contingent watching this game. We had a Mexican ref. Maybe they tuned in for him. I don't I'm, think that's how I that am works. sure they just have a standard package that gets rolled out. And they also like, thought out because CONCACAF. It wasn't just Berkey not being allowed to come on early. Like the, they totally changed the order of operations. Like the players were not on the field for the national anthem. It's like, I'm not super fond of national anthems being sung at sports games anyway but Ooh, like that's a hot take is it though i feel like this has become like reasonably well i don't know do you love america we'll get into uh, that when we talk about uh martin labor unions yep helen was watching from home and even and she like noticed after the fact and was talking to me about like it it looked like it was like reversed because city started on the opposite side of the field than they ever have as an aside, you are welcome. As an aside, apparently we also did that during one of the cup runs last year, so not ever. Oh, okay. you mean what Correct do you mean on city started? Like they came in from, we, or the bench? Was no, there? we attacked in the opposite direction. Um, so they attacked towards the south. First. There's a coin flip, though, right? In this game, I believe there was. In MLS games, so there is one not. team gets the ball, and the other gets. To pick the side. To choose. Yeah. I didn't realize in MLS games that was not the case. Like well, I don't know. I just assume it's not because we always, always. play the same way. But I look, and baseless was, assumptions are might be the number one reason people come to this pod. And it was bizarre. Like we started doing the thing that we're always we always do, and like then the players flipped sides right after that. And like Berkey went running down and the supporters section went wild. All right, let's talk about, before we talk about City's winning goal in this reverse timeline, I guess we can talk about the taken away goal. Um, Wait, what about Parker's goal? No, I'm saying we'll come back to that. We're just jumping but, around. But but Parker's goal came before. <laughs> weaving no, through reverse timeline, Parker's goal came first. Yeah, I understand. Okay. It was beautiful service from Indy on Parker's With his goal. broken wrist. 
But we if we're going to reverse order, no, we can't. We can't talk about that. He hasn't broken it yet. I see. <laughs> well, he the shit just is not working. It healed quickly over the ninety minutes. For whatever reason, Indy had just a little bit of red tape around his arm. Um, beautiful service from Indy to Tim Parker, who just flings his body through the air with such force. It was incredible. Like, does not just, care about the his mental acuity when his daughter is twenty at all. No, <laughs> it's Trade amazing. Trade glory now. The run and jump at full speed with just, yeah, like no care. He's going to crash into somebody. Who knows? But it was beautiful. Stadium went wild. Beautiful service. Corrections and omissions, by the way. Um, Sorry about the aggressive silence removal on the last pod. (laughs) Listeners just screwed that one up. Uh, Someone made a comment on one of the Twitters that they'd like to know how much Houston was paying Tim Parker to score that goal against them. Because they're still paying. Is that still a thing? Is that still after season one? Oh, my goodness. Wow. Mm. It was delightful. That was a lot of fun. I think the stadium, we needed that energy. I think we didn't really talk about the difference between the two halves. But at least at the end of the second half, I think the energy was down. was not. Maybe that's just me. At the end of the second half, it was the end of the game. The end of the first. Because it's reverse order. Right. This is how we definitely should do everything. (laughs) Um, this was, am I correct before I state a factually incorrect thing? Am I correct in understanding this was the first not sellout for a city game? I believe that is correct. So I think there's still seats available for tonight too. Like even from the team, I'm I'm fact checking. Truly that's not possible. Real Salt Lake hide resale. There are, I'm showing on the screen to folks here. Lots of dots on seat geek. Well, that would be shocking, but as someone paying season ticket holder prices, I'm hoping they come down. It is pos- do we do we think that the first year excitement has died off a little bit and the team the team may be banked too heavily on that going into year 2 and like the prices are out of alignment with the with the demand. Well, I think possibly for February. They raise it. Ours went up about 20%. That's for, well, next, for next year. year. Right. This year was flat. Oh, okay. So same price. The resale tickets, I don't is... believe, were flat. Yeah, I, I don't know, like, the right, the non-season ticket. Do you think it is potentially something to do with the labor dispute? People boycotting. No. no. Doubtful. Could be because it's early in the year, but last year early in the year, but that was the first season, right? So like February, although it's been beautiful, like that, the two, was it Tuesday? Tuesday night game. Like it was amazing. Tomorrow is also going to be beautiful. Tonight. Yesterday and tomorrow, tomorrow yeah. are beautiful and today's cold. That's okay. I'm there for it. Um, but the I atmosphere in the stadium. I didn't see much from Klaus. Nope. Are we going to get into negative analysis now? Yes. Well, we, did we? we okay. <laughs> Indy <laughs> fractured his wrist. There was a goal by Houston that got pulled back offsides. and called offsides on like in the lead up, not on the the final. I think assist. it was Which like the second was called offsides game. because it nicked the toe, the outstretched toe of the sort of the closer attacker, uh, and he technically connected with it, sending it on to uh, Karaskia, who was running through. So Houston fans furious about this. The 
you know, he wasn't involved in the play. This wasn't, well, most of them I think are actually looking at the wrong play. Yeah. I think that's, that's a lot of people are. Um, but that initial touch. I it was confusing in the stadium because they didn't show, they showed a replay that didn't show the offside bit of the play. So that was confusing. And like city had lined up to kick off the ball. They, even the players didn't realize they weren't protesting. It was like a um, solid four minutes. Of- yeah. They were just standing around. It's interesting. CONCACAF. Yeah, Pete CONCACAF. Uh, stadium vibes, I, you know, not a sellout, but it was loud. I'm really bummed there. that tonight's not a sellout. You can I mean, still there's still there. time. You got a day? 12, yeah, 12 hours. hours. You can start posting things like crazy on Twitter from at St. Louis City Press. Probably That'll sell them out. Yeah. All right, sorry. Yeah. That that was the yeah, game. So Klaus, Klaus didn't look great. He, he did just have didn't... one... He did have one point blank shot that really probably should have scored. Oh, this this was the repeat, maybe an repeat omen. Yeah, of the weird like double touch, same leg goal. No, I'm talking. Well, about it wasn't even one. that. The other team passed him the ball. Oh no, no, that. Is, so we're talking about two different attempts. Yeah, I'm talking about the one where it was like right in front of the goalie, right in the like, goal line of the box. I, don't know. I just don't know. Keeper like, was big. Keeper was right there. Yeah, a keeper had a. Right Keeper had a fantastic game. Like not only made some really, really amazing saves. Made a huge save on Totland, who I'm going to sound like a broken record. Totland was just absolutely incredible to me. Defensively, he was making passes. He was making long passes from the midfield that connected in a way that we just never see. Like we're reliably connecting with the attacking portion of the team. It was sort of shocking in that, yeah, no, we did not see that at all last season. So it's very exciting. I think this is something that was a good acquisition. He might be too good for the league. To me, like in the same way when we were first watching, it's absolutely too early. Um, That's what I do. I make early predictions. Well, because like in the same way that we thought Leuven, I don't know, to me, Leuven looked a higher tier in those first games of the last season and Totland looked a higher tier in this game. But, you know, Leuven yesterday, it was Tuesday. I don't know, or Tuesday, whenever. He was still doing his thing where his um, his uh, set pieces are not not hitting where they should. Well, he only played, what, 15, 20 minutes, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Not a lot to say about Leuven. Totland, Hopefully great. He'll get the start tonight. Yeah. Ostrock, I don't know. I didn't see much. He was definitely on the field. I didn't realize that at one point. Okay, fair. Durkin, Wasn't I he like involved still? in the build up to the winner. He, yeah, no, that's true. So I think Ostrock had a couple of reasonable contributions to things that ended up turning into something. Really struggling without FB refs uh, mm-hmm. stat count, so uh, just, just accounting of the game. I can't seem to find do? this. <coughs> no, Concacaf champion, which is weird because it's a top tier continental competition. Maybe it's on here somewhere. I'll keep looking. I thought Sam <coughs> looked amazing in the second half. In the second half, uh, yeah, yeah. So he had there a couple some, off the the woodwork, as they say. There's some consternation that happens around Sam, including for me sometimes, where it looks like he doesn't care. But then he just does things that no one else on the team can do with his speed and physicality. And I think you leave him out there because when he turns it on, he's going to go do it. 
that first half was so frustrating though. Like I, I hear you. I agree with you in the second half. He, you gotta, I agree that I would rather see him than Klaus given sort of the way things are looking right now. It's what, what's that phrase that, that basic white ladies would get in their house? Like love me at my worst. So you can see my boobs at my best or something like that. Yeah, I think that's it. (laughs) Um, Two one, which means we need something like better than one nothing. A draw will do it. A nil nil. A draw will do it. A non one zero. Winner draw. Win. Score a goal. Well, no, but if defend. Yeah, right. If we win or draw, we're through. Right. And if we lose, we are not through. Unless it we lose three to two or four to three, right? Loss. Five to four, yeah. Six to five, you right. can get the. If pattern. we can win, if we can lose six to five, we're through. Yeah. Have we have we ever had a? I guess we scored five in the Cincinnati game. We did the tornado game. Is that the only game we scored that many? Um, no, we scored five in the the, uh, the Omaha game. Open Cup. Ah. <clears throat> Nobody watches that. We're not getting into that this pod. <laughs> okay. Wait until no, they sort no discussion that out. of Open Cup. There's nothing. No news. Any news on referees? You know, Abby, not, our labor correspondent. Not much. Uh, so it turns out there actually haven't been any negotiations since the lockout started. Uh, they're going to be meeting for the first time again on the 28th. Um, going to be mediated by everybody's favorite federal agency, the Federal Mediation and Conciliation Service. Uh, didn't so know that was a thing. My favorite federal agency is actually the NSA. Chris's you... is the United States State Department. <laughs> no, I'll get back to you. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I was not prepared. The Federal Mediation and Conciliation Service formed in 1947 by President Harry S. Truman. Turns out actually an interesting sort of histories there that the, so Truman was a proponent of organized labor, but in 1947, there was a huge amount uh, of striking happening in sort of the, the post-war uncertainty. Um, and so the, there was a lot of sort of anger against the labor unions because there was so much striking happening. Um, and so there was a bill that was passed, the, the Taft-Hartley Act passed in 1947, that took away a lot of the power of the labor unions. This so is not why people come. Federal Mediation and Conciliation Service is sort of Truman's effort, in some ways, to combat this degradation of the power of labor unions. How do we feel in general about Harry Truman? From Missouri, the only Kansas president City, from though. Missouri. Right, exactly. He would be a sporting K- KC fan. Also, he did nuke Japan. Yeah. But he, I have he did listened. veto the Taft-Hartley Act before Congress But then was over. Yeah, they overrode yeah. the veto. Chris, and it's basically labor unions have been downhill since then. Chris, you listened to the podcast about the Pacific War. I think Truman deserves more respect than he gets. This is Maybe not why the... people come to this podcast. <laughs> Maybe the United States Commission of Fine Arts. Is that my favorite? No, the Peace Corps. The Peace Corps is my favorite federal agency. I don't know. I'll get back to you. There are a lot. What does the federal mediate? Why are we talking about the federal mediation? And so they are going service? They are going to be mediating the meeting between PRO and PSRA. I think we got the acronym backwards lately. I think we said PRSA, PSRA. Um, PRSA sounds better. They should change it. It does. does. PSRA, though, happening on the 28th. 
and we will see where things go from there. Um, there has been some sort of PSRA coming out and saying that, you know, they don't want fans to boycott the games. They're not asking for that. They would like people to join them on the picket lines in the couple of cities that they are picketing. Um, but they are not asking. here. No. Oh, I'd join a picket line. You want to go to New York? Go join the picket line in New York. Um, Only they are also the saying cabinets I need. I think they were available in Brooklyn. How are you going to get that back from Brooklyn? I got a van. Oh, okay. So you're going to drive to Brooklyn. Got it. Um, they are also asking fans not to attack the scab refs. They are not calling them scab refs, but we on this pod do. Uh, Did they use the word attack? They said well, they didn't want abuse. No, no, no. So they don't want to see. They said like no abuse of any professional referees like they, what they, if they make a really bad call are we still allowed to yell at them then i'm pretty sure that the psra refs don't want that to ever happen so this is like uh, the, their claim is that like abuse of referees is bad no matter who it is yeah that makes sense so this I, means oh, go ahead, i feel like so i watched the miami real salt lake game and I felt a little dirty, to be honest, when they'd show the refs. I didn't, I didn't love it. But it, the game seemed fairly well officiated, frankly. We don't want to say that. Oh, okay. And also, did it because there was like a joke yellow was, card for a guy that like breathed wrong on Messi. It didn't touch. I don't think he touched him. Like nowhere near. But that's everyone does that. That's. How do we feel about Messi chipping the ball off of the face of the guy that was on the it ground? Was not, it was over I mean, the face. He didn't touch him. It he did not. It didn't? Okay. The ball didn't totally touch him, and it. neither did Messi, because Messi did a, a little hop over him. And, and then it, the, the thing that is not caught on any of the gifs on this, of this online is like he had a little grin afterwards. Like He knew that How was cheeky. do we feel about the fact that Miami keeps bringing in these players? They signed some like amaz- amazing Argentinian wonder kid. Where are th- I just don't understand the finances behind this. No one Chris? understands the finances. They're not public. It's all a sham. It's crooked. <coughs> we don't but know. We do our, understand. Our man Patrick that- is the expert on. You sound the like finances. nemesis of the pod, Drew. There, Phil. Well, yeah. we definitely do understand that City could be spending more. Oh hell yeah, man! Like the the void between or the gulf rather, between what City is spending and what Miami is spending is quite vast. So I don't know, like, Miami, questionable. Maybe we should rent previously been punished for, like, shenanigans? Because, like, you know, they're... But MLS is, like, endorsing the shenanigans where, oh, you yeah. know, Messi's getting a ton of money, like, that's not reported against the salary cap. And they're like, MLS oh, fine. does not care about anything besides Inter-Miami this year. Correct. Do you have any more labor rights? We we got a couple more. We'll we'll wrap up the labor rights here. So uh, bad news for me. I designed a pretty awesome scab ref suck graphic that I was going to put on the back of my jersey. Um, But I guess I will listen to the requests of the PSRA refs and not wear that. So you listen to them, but not me and Phil saying, please don't potentially cost us our season tickets. Yeah, because it wouldn't cost the season tickets. That's, that's not a thing. Um, amusingly, so like PSRA saying like don't attack, no abuse of professional referees, regardless. Um, the, <laughs> apparently, Pro has filed an unfair labor practice charge against one of the PSRA executives, um, board member Chris Penso, saying that he was unlawfully threatening and coercing the scab refs. 
um, they referred to them as the replacement workers, uh, but he was, you know, saying that they wouldn't be able to get hired for anything in the future. I feel like I'm fine with this, but apparently that's like intimidation and not allowed. Uh, and so what we'll do we think goes. the motivation of the scab refs is? Because it could Ooh, affect them long term. The National Labor Relations Board. Is that our favorite federal agency? NRLB. It's a pretty good yeah. one. National NLR. We mix up acronym letters all the time on this podcast. Yeah, no, that was great. I feel like there was a question there that we missed. I don't remember what I asked. Okay. Listeners I'm reading will know. Wikipedia about the NLRB. Oh, it was about the motivation of the scab refs. Oh, yeah. Why, Why would you do this? that? It's an interesting choice. I mean, so there's one, the indoor referees for like the ambush league. What's the, what is that league called? Anyone remember? Anyway, so there are referees there that could have refed these games. And apparently only one ref out of the entire league's worth of refs agreed to do that. Um, that's going to be in- confusing because he's going to be thinking people are going to hit it off the boards and stuff. <laughs> and that's he's going to be giving out blue cards left and right. Yeah, that's a mistake. People I, with a penalty box. I read some discussion of like if you are trying to like make your way up as a referee, like this is a rare opportunity to get to. I don't yeah, know. I wouldn't make this choice. I would never be a scab. Never say never. I probably would. You're slew faculty insurance. unionized. Is that no, something you're worried about? <laughs> we, are, okay. we are not a unionized. Yeah, that makes that an easy stance to take then. Um, I think that wraps up our, our labor dispute conversation as it should yes let's move on to <laughs> let's talk about yeah. real salt lake uh, we did aside, since we're doing things backwards we meant to talk to you before the pod and ask for that not to happen <laughs> real salt lake did play inter miami and so that was a game that was the season opening game for mls they did just a one-off on a wednesday night i guess how did um, real salt lake <laughs> end up getting screwed this badly like their season opens with two away games four days apart. Yeah, I don't know. They looked good in the second half of that game. They lost two nothing, but I actually they they looked good. They looked dangerous. Um, in the first half, they looked terrible. So my worry is that they looked good against a Miami team that I think objectively has good players. Um, so I'm I'm worried how we are going to fare against them tonight. Now they will be tired, but we'll be tired too. Miami has good players. It's not clear those players play on the defense. Um, yeah, no, they haven't put any energy there. Like they have Busquets is as far back as they go. I don't know Jordi Alba, I guess. But Drake Callender is a pretty good goalie. Uh, nemesis of the pod, Drew hates that we even know the name Drake Calendar. He's Why? upset. I, I, I don't know. You know, we'll get him on. He got we a national team start. Yeah, Drake Calendar. What about Real Salt Lake? Uh, what do we think about them coming to town? Employee of the pod, well, employee of the Nathan of the pod, Tyler, did not realize that Real in Real Salt Lake stands for Royal. So surprised by that. It's a real stupid name. Yeah. You know, this is our first pod of the second season of pods. Yes. And we're really going to have to be very careful that we do not make the same jokes that we made in the first season. <laughs> no, of the we, pod. So I just want to stop you right there. Uh, Cause you, uh, <laughs> I think people come for the repetitious jokes. It's going to be hard. Cause I have no memory anymore. Like yeah, this is the 53rd yeah. one of these. We've Please, done fans write in, write in and, and review the jokes we made for us so we can 
avoid them in the second season. Going back to the, like, they they played and they're coming here. So we now have some rapid turnaround on games. I mean, we played Tuesday, and now we're playing again on Tuesday, and then we play Saturday. I think it was AZ um, who was quoted that the trainers have told them that you only need 48 hours to recover. And so they're, you know, it's not, there's no justification to being tired if you have more than 48 hours. Um, So in theory, if we, we go according to that, they should not be tired. They should be coming out. That feels wrong. It's mental. Right. Based on any game that we've watched where teams have less than a full week of Chris, rest. I agree you are with that. a semi professional soccer player. How does 48 hours feel? Totally untrue. Uh, I'm, my recovery time is in the four to eight day range now, I would say. Um, yeah, that feels more right. One training and one game a week is is almost more than I can handle. I played today. Uh, tomorrow I will be okay, but on Monday I will probably be very creaky and almost unable to walk at certain times. Can we get the results? We lost 3-1. We played on like the only real official size pitch that uh, any team plays on in our league, and it's just so big and... We just got burned for pace a couple times at the wrong moments. Uh, probably outshot our uh, opponent, like, you know, double uh, digits, but uh, still just couldn't put him in the back of the net today. Real Salt Lake. That is a bummer uh, to hear. Yeah. Thanks for asking. Arango, Christian Arango, Diego Luna, who Drew calls Jimmy Moons. Um he was really good in Rogue One. Do we have... It feels like we have a much lower percentage of Latino players than most teams. Is that? Do we feel like that's true? I'm learning Spanish, and what's the point if I can't talk to any of the players? I should be learning, like, Norwegian. I thought it was there that you could join the Santos. That's true. That's true. I saw them. Uh, when I was in line for pizza, I got really excited. But I'm not allowed to speak until like three years of listening, according to this this program I'm on. So I just smiled. Hey, okay, yep. That seems like a terrible education theory right there. But oh. <clears throat> I'll send you the poster. Yeah. Um, yeah. What else do we have to say about Real Salt Lake? We can have some lineup predictions. We can do that. Opening lineup, who do we want to see out there? I want to see Celio start. I would that love would be to exciting. see Sam start over Klaus, but that'll never happen. I want to see yeah, some more Totland. No, we got the Brazilian. If Celio's getting the start, we got that Brazilian power team up top. Uh, Brazilians, not Hispanic. But are Latino. Mm. Brazil is considered part of Latin America. Yeah, it's just, a, seem- I don't know, Google is saying, according to the government... We don't consider them Hispanic or Latino. Um, well, the government is listening, so if they could let us know. Okay, yeah. Um, Probably yeah, there's no, a federal double, agency. That could... Double Brazilian, yeah, I'm, I'm happy with, I guess. Alm is not only still out and recovering from his sports hernia, apparently he also has a cold now, which is delaying okay. his recovery. It's listed, gotten... it's listed as hip, though. Hip. What is have that you ever been told when players have a cold? I feel like that's not, we don't usually hear about somebody's cold. I, it came up, Carnell 
was saying he had something else going on in a way that sounded very ominous. Right. And, and then, then he, he said it was a and cold. And then he said, like, oh, no, it's just a cold. Well, so. that, that makes me think it's like COVID. CDC, fine with treating that just like your regular run-of-the-mill cold. Uh, Hebert also apparently has an injury. They, they, knee. Knee knock. Oh, okay. What does yeah. knock mean in the context of an injury? Like, I've seen this before. I've never Googled it. It's just you knock into someone. You're, you are – it's generally a contact injury. Which some it's like a probably a bruise or or soreness related to a contact injury. So exactly what the name implies. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. I guess there's a question if um Nilsson is back in, in game shape. One hopes. Was he ever? And will we see Dieu? I don't think he's ready. I think Maybe that's the consensus. Sub. Could see a sub. We were Mark were we Kenneth? talking about this because like I don't understand what it means. This was in ready. the stadium. We were yeah. talking about this in the stadium. Because, like, there was a good point in the stadium. Are they not allowed to play soccer in Europe? This was brought up in the context of Leuven not being ready while he was getting his green card. And I think somebody was like, but, like, can't he be, like, playing soccer while in? Someone talked about this. I don't know who I listen to anymore. Maybe Tim Tommerman. I've Maybe legitimately lost track of Tim Tommerman or Tom Timmerman. Yep. I, I don't know anymore. Yep. That's good. We'll You've done that, that to all of us. That was the point, I think. Um, I think we also need to talk about the upcoming Houston game. Okay, but first, Leuven apparently was like working out, but yeah, did not touch a soccer ball while mm. in Europe. Which, I, yeah, I was wondering, like, couldn't you just like find a team? It's like, hey, I'm a professional soccer player. Or a I field come? and a ball. But, you know, what incentive is there for that team to allow that to happen? That's yeah, but a field and a ball. Thing. Are yeah, there like rules really about like they can't? Like they have to be under like supervision when they, because like he could have gotten injured doing that. Oh, labor! What are the labor? You know, he can't be working over there. Well, he could, I guess. He's a citizen. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, Chris, what does your contract say about where you can and cannot work out? I don't have a contract. Oh, I'm not a professional soccer player. (laughs) Well, but what does your amateur contract say? The nature um, of being an amateur is says do not work fundamentally out anywhere not a at any time. I'm not sure that's true, actually. Um, I have a different employee whose brother is a trainer with the team. I suppose I could ask. All right. So we will get back to you in that. In any case, uh, Leuven did not play. Durr still, Leuven we'll did, see. did play. He didn't start. He didn't start. Sorry. You're yeah. correct. He did. Maybe he'll start tonight if he's back up. Um, we didn't see Blom in starting in the uh, CONCACAF game. Yeah, Durkin. Dude. I don't know. I don't know what we do with Blom and Durkin. Durkin ran his butt off in that game. He was all over the place until he came off. We yeah. saw Blom like about to come in for a while. So he was the sub for Indy with his wrist situation. Which was horrific to watch, by the way. We did not talk about that, but like rewatching that in the stadium was just oh. Yeah. Um, and he he just like delightful India's always afterwards. Like you know, last ga- last season I broke my nose in the home opener. This time I broke my wrist. Whatevs. If Indy does not play tonight, that will be a record. Remarkable thing noted by Tim Tom Tom Tim, our man at the post dispatch TT. Uh, yeah, no. So, I, how did none of us realize this? We have not had a single city game, MLS or otherwise, where Indy has not played some amount of time. Shh. Has it's there been an any report fact. on? 
Like that, on the injury? it sounds wrong. It, uh, it is I a fracture. It is a fracture. Yes. But, but he's available. Do you think? Do you think he fractured it the first time? I'm thinking so, probably. But then he fell on it again it and was obviously in intense pain. Then I think it was the first time, and they should have yeah. pulled him before he had the chance. To Except maybe we wouldn't have scored I the think, goal. Then. I think he like re- he I requested where I heard this. Uh, he requested to stay on yeah. for that, and then after the you score, then you pull him. And, and there was a little while, right? Yeah. It was not the Blum sub for Indy was interesting. So that there were players. I guess we already talked about this game. Of all the players we have, though, for for Gary to be the one that's played in every game, he's the favorite player of this pod. I think you know he's a favorite personality in this aggregate. Pod. Yeah, he's my favorite player outright. I would say um, we did not see Thorison, who I would imagine he looked real sad. Him. He did. He has the only good haircut of the men on the team. We have some Berkey. real questionable. His wife's fine. Yeah, 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 no. His wife does not like his haircut. He's going to grow it out again and wear the headband. We have some real weird haircuts on the team. There's sort of this like mullet situation that seems to be taking over. I think that's not just a the style. I don't it's just like a it. new trend. It's a bad one. Durkin and Markanek have the same haircut and you just want to like shave off the bottom of it. Um we got other... new score predictions? Yeah. We are not even that, remotely done analyzing. We haven't even started analyzing the game. Uh, All right. What, Chris, what What do you think? Do you have any stats leading into no. this game? Thank you, Hockey Cap. Chris, <laughs> I have stats. stats. I can't make heads or tails of these stats. <laughs> There's a tab called coordinates, which is actually interesting, but uh, horrendously just confusing and and overlapping uh, it tells you when people shot and how they shot and Wait, are these, we're going happens. back to stats from the houston game yeah, yeah. not stats like okay. going into the okay um, i have no stats from last year it's a reset uh though i think largely real salt lake is is the same team that they were uh but healthy this this time around so it will be a challenge they're predicted i think to be pretty good this season uh but uh, and we're predicted to be pretty bad. I think we should uh, probably approach this with the same chip on our shoulder that we had last time, because all the same pundits are coming out saying we're going to finish 12th or 10th uh, or true. out of the playoffs and stuff. It's nuts. I think Lutz went on a rant about that. Yeah, rightfully so. Looking at you, Weeby. It's really just Weeby, right? Like, I mean, there were some others that were like, come on, man. I think some I think of the other ones are fair. Er, yeah. Twelfth is just you're trying to troll at that point. Sure, like if you're predicting like fourth or fifth, that's like you know within the the realm of possibility. I think that I think we're a better team than we were last year. We're probably going to start well again. That's my prediction. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna beat Salt Lake, and then we're gonna go on a, a run. We're gonna get some results in this first ten game span because just like last year, teams are gonna ease their way into the season and. It's not that we have that continuity coming from training uh, before joining the league, but our system and the chaos it creates is really, I think, more potent potent in uh, when other teams are quite up to speed and up to pace. And so I didn't. I like. I, I hear that. I guess that was my feeling going into the start of last game, like the Tuesday game. And it really felt like that was not the case in the first half against Houston. Like our system has been figured out. Like, I cup game, cup game, cup game. 
Like, I think what you do... But like, they're an MLS in, team. How is that game no, that much different from an MLS match? I think it was more conservative. I mean, I don't think our press was super aggressive. Uh, I don't think we played in their half uh, as much as... Like, we we tried to, to press in their half as much as we will in this season. I think that when you know that you have to get a result or you go home and you go out of the tournament, then you play you, psychologically different of, on a like a player-to-player to basis. And in the season, you're trying to build a system. I mean, you have a system uh, from the training ground, but you're trying to implement a system, uh, and there is a little more leeway. There's a little more forgiveness, uh, and you know, you're, you're willing to take risks uh, in the name of the system that you you can't in a cup game because the stakes are too high. It's my theory. I have no numbers to back that up, but I'll find them. Just not Excuse on the CONCACAF website. Yeah, yeah, nope. Let me show you this heat map. <laughs> so. Should we start All so right. this app that we use, Zencaster? We can we can record the video. We could upload. We could be like New Heights, Jason Travis Kelsey. We could be on YouTube. Absolutely not. Well, I like that. It's going to make it harder to edit out the portions of the pod that listeners never get to hear, though. Yeah, that's a good point. Can you edit out this dangling electrical wire behind oh, me? I did. Put us on- <laughs> I did want to ask Chris. You you mentioned that you watched the game in like your. I forget the term you used. It was like S- viewing saloon? parlor. Oh, parlor. Right. Yeah. What? Where is that? Is that like where you are sitting right now? This is where I'm sitting right now. Oh, okay. I miss when you were like in a tent. Uh, the tent is now behind the laptop instead of in front of the laptop. It's okay. right there. I can see the tent. It's right there. Why, right. Why is I wasn't there a in tent? a tent. I was I was next to a tent. All right. Well, this this game is going to happen soon. There's it's good we didn't really talk about a preview of the game because by the time anyone listens to this pod, the game will have happened. Um, but we should probably wrap it up and get it out there for the handful of people that will listen prior to the game. Let's score do predictions. score predictions. All right. Oh, 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 ooh, ooh. Okay. We are taking part in the <coughs> St. Louis City Community... Content Creators. Content Creators Score Prediction Challenge. Uh, set up by... St. Louis Soccer News. Named Chris... Yes, who runs St. Louis STL Soccer News. Uh, kind the, of a sponsor at this point. The winner gets $1,000 to the charity of their choice. Second place, 500 Third place, 250 And then we stepped in. The last place, we will donate $1,000 to their 100, charity. 100 100 mm. Yep, 100 mm. I looked at the charities and none of them are problematic, so I'd be fine with $100 going to any of them. So Nathan um, and Phil I am, and I are all participating yeah. in this. We are the only podcast that has multiple participants, but that was explicitly called out as being yes. allowed. I am playing for the Foster and Adoptive Care Coalition. My daughter is adopted, and we have uh, been we have given them money most years, especially around Christmas. So my prediction: we you only predict how many goals. Uh, STL City scores, but for the pod, we'll predict full scores. I'm going 2 1 City. I am competing for Community Women Against Hardship. This is a phenomenal organization run by uh, women in the community who support uh, individuals who are experiencing hardship. Um, 
in a multitude of different ways. It's a fabulous organization. My prediction for this game is 3-1 City. Am I going to have to now like try to stay consistent to what I have guessed on there versus what I say on this pod? Because it's always just like making it up on the spot. I don't have any like methodology or consistency here. I'm going to say uh, 3 nothing City against Real Salt Lake to stay consistent playing for food outreach delivers food to people uh, in need with cancer or AIDS in the St. Louis area. Um, Mom of the pod for some of us took us with her when she volunteered for them. And now um, wife of me, Helen has also worked with them. We also, as part of this had to predict uh, the total number of goals uh, goals we expect city to score this season. I don't remember what I predicted. I think I said 64. That's a lot. We scored 62 last season, right? I think that was the number. I predicted 54. I I went 55, I think. I think we're going to score less. I'm an optimist. What can I say? Chris, what's your prediction for tonight? I think it's going to be that classic 4-2 victory for City. Is that a classic? Did we do that a lot? It will be. (laughs) This year. We're doing things in reverse. Things are happening in reverse, yes. So we know this is an amazing season. Apparently, according to listener of the pod, Helen, none of us predicted the 2-1 that we got in the Champions Cup. No, but my score was looking real good up until until Mr. Secret ruined it. I predicted his goal, though, which was amazing. Said it as soon as he was coming on, I said he was going to score the game winner. I, I may have even said it before he was coming on. It was clearly a joke, but we'll go with it having been quite a prediction. All right. Go City. Go City. Woo. Three points. 